0: is from a traveler named. Her creation, he called this experience. All of the women in my family die at age 27. Part 2, please, allow me to tell you his tale. Last Sunday at 9.26 a.m., I turned 28. I suppose that sounds pretty uneventful on its own, but I'd grown up my whole life believing that I was cursed to die at 27 like the rest of the women in my family. It turns out that the curse was just a way to cover up the truth. that at 28, I would develop extraordinary powers. My father had killed my mother, and at least one of my sisters. Now, I was planning on leaving my story there. But I guess I underestimated just how hungry y'all are for a revenge tale. I wish I could say that what I'm about to tell you is just that. A simple tale of revenge, perfectly executed. A gaping generational wound neatly closed with a few stitches. Having been lied to all of my life, I value honesty. I'm not going to lie to you. If that's what you are looking for, I suggest you stop reading now. Because an entirely new source of terror has come to light. After I read my birthday card last Sunday. I waited anxiously for the clock to hit 926. I'd been feeling the power start to trickle into me early in the morning, but once the second hand made its full lap around to move the minute hand to the tick just after the five, a jolt of energy passed through my body. It was almost painful, like how I imagined being struck by lightning might feel. But at the same time, it felt good. I felt important, powerful, strong, so strong that it even scared me. As I eagerly accepted the full extent of my powers, I found myself in what I can only describe as a vision, an alternate setting that materialized all around me at once. Logically, I knew that I was still in my living room with my feet planted on the familiar wood flooring, but the ground beneath me felt rough, uneven, gritty. I glanced down to find myself standing upon a shelf of sandy rock, just steps from the edge of some great cliff. Fear rendered me mute at the top of that cliff, and I swear I could feel the wind whipping all around me, hear the waves crashing furiously below, feel the briny ocean water misting my face. I leaned forward, peering precariously over the edge at the churning sea and its infinite black and white froth. I found its movement back and forth, push and pull, comforting in its predictability until it seemed as if something shifted to upset the flow. Something unseen but its effects impossible to deny. There was something down there, something huge enough to alter the tides, yet hidden beneath the waves. More horrifying still was the palpable feeling that something wanted me to jump, to dive headfirst into the dark sea below. I felt a presence beneath the waters, something ancient, unseen, vastly more powerful than I could ever hope to be. And whatever it was, it wanted me to jump, but it didn't have to force me. It had all the time in the world, and it could wait. The vision fell apart as quickly as it had materialized, my comfortable reality reconstructing itself anew in mere seconds. I frantically shook my head to oust the troubling image, to rid myself of the powerful draw it had had on me. I had a job to do, but first, I had to figure out exactly what I could do. I knew I could move things simply by willing it to happen with my mind, but I was startled by the sudden ease of it. Focusing on a glass of water on the table, I attempted to move it just slightly to the left, but it instead flew off the surface. Shattering as it hit the wall, I rushed to clean up the mess, plucking shards of glass from the carpet, groaning at the wet spot. To my surprise, once I glanced down at the dampened carpet, droplets of liquid started to rise from the floor until the spot had vanished. The condensation suspended in midair. It's hard to explain, But I just moved it until I finally released it to deposit the water in the sink. Before you say anything, I know, I know, it was stupid to test this out on something so fragile. But my powers didn't exactly come with an instruction pamphlet. A dull ache grew in my heart as I realized I should have been learning this with my mother. And I longed for her more than I had in years. Like a young child desperately reaching up with outstretched arms, I wanted my mommy. I couldn't help but think of the fear I felt the first time I got my period. It sounds silly, but I was bleeding and I thought I was dying. Simply because I didn't have my mom there to explain it to me. And my dad couldn't be bothered to parent his child. My dad, the thought of him came with an overwhelming rage. With my senses alive in a way they'd never been before. I felt every cell in my body teeming with kinetic energy until the light bulb in the lamp beside me burst. I hesitated as I pondered the vision, but none of that was important just then. It was time I paid my old man a visit. Though he could never repay me for the losses I'd endured, I intended to collect the one thing that would come close. His miserable life. I started for my room to pack a small bag, but before I knew what had happened, I'd slammed headfirst into my bedroom door. Shit, I muttered rubbing a palm over what would certainly be a bruise forming across my forehead. I figured then that I could move much faster now, that I'd have to be careful. This certainly made preparing for my impromptu trip easier, though, so I was down in the garage much quicker than expected. I slid into my car and slipped my key in the ignition. A familiar paranoia forced me to hesitate before opening the garage door. But I pushed through it just as I pushed the button to meet the outside world for the first time in a year. Wincing as the morning light spilled into the darkroom. I guess I forgot just how bright the sun really is. I popped open the glove box to retrieve a pair of sunglasses. I put them on before pulling out of the garage. Out of the safety I'd clung to for so long. The drive was fairly ordinary, though fear set in as I thought on all of the questions that remained unanswered. Why had my father killed my family? Why lie about some curse? And, most unnerving of all, who had delivered the letter? Was it just some trick to get me out of hiding? Was I wandering into a trap? To avoid spiraling deeper into uncertainty, fear, and worry, I spent some time thinking about my past, about my mother's death. Then both of my sisters, within days of one another years later, I recalled coming out to my dad soon after that in a desperate plea for acceptance, for love from my one remaining family member. Then I thought on his hateful response and the traumatizing attack I endured weeks later that solidified my decision to cut all ties and move away. We hadn't spoken in all of those years, but I was ready to face him. At least, I hoped. I couldn't be sure what awaited me. Couldn't be sure at all. I parked on the street across from our old family home six hours later, where his old navy truck sat in the driveway. I took a moment to collect myself at his front door, tightening my ponytail as I steeled myself for the task at hand. Then I directed my energy into the barrier until it exploded inward, allowing my body to carry me at full speed into the living room where I knew I'd find him. As expected, he was sitting there, What I didn't expect to see was the gun he had pointed at his head. I took hold of it with my mind, flinging it across the room. Laura. He stammered a dumb look on his face. What the? What the hell are you doing here? The hell are you doing, Dad? I retorted, gesturing to where the gun had fallen with a nod of my head. How did you find me? Why did you send the letter? A perplexed look crossed his features, one that told me he had no idea what I meant. His lack of knowledge did little to comfort me. Someone had still found me, had drawn me out of hiding. At that moment, I think he realized the situation he'd found himself in, what I intended to do. He started to scramble up from his chair, but I redirected my focus on his body, pressing him back into it. "You don't get to leave, Dad," I seethed. He coughed as I increased the pressure on his chest. For once, you will listen to me. He strained against my influence, but he was stuck. And he knew it. I know you killed Mom and Moira. Maybe Joy, too. I know you lied about the fucking curse. I started, a flicker of anger surging as I acknowledged the harsh truth aloud. But the question I can't stop asking myself is, Why? Why wait so long to kill us? Why even have us at all? Hesitating, he glanced frantically around the room for escape. I glared at his hands in his lap, then brought my attention to his thumb filling it with my energy until the bones within shattered, an ivory shard piercing through his flesh. As I moved my stare to his index finger, he wailed in agony, interjecting. No, don't. No. Okay. Shit. He took a deep breath as blood spurted from his maimed appendage. I was. I was supposed to have a son. When your mother failed to provide one, I was told to. I was told to kill her off, to wait to see if you or your sisters could have a son. I... I just did as I was told. A cowardly response from a cowardly man. Who told you? I pressed, pulling his index finger back slowly, waiting. He didn't respond until after I'd snapped the digit at the knuckle. Pee please, he begged, tears running down his wrinkled face. He looked at his mangled hand, horrified as his middle finger began to lift next. Some, some sort of cult. They breed the women in your family. The women are killed under the curse, and their sons quietly taken away. I don't know what they want with them, but they, they said, all I had to do was give them a son, then kill your mother, your sisters, you, and I'd be set for life. But you and your sisters, you bitches, you weren't having any children, especially not you when you told me that you'd gone against God. I realized that you'd never have any kids, that you were the only one left. So I took measures into my own hands. With that admission, I crumpled his entire hand into itself, his splintered bones jutting out at all angles. You don't mean. I breathed, my voice cracking despite my efforts not to give him the satisfaction of having hurt me. He groaned in pain before returning with a low, guttural laugh. You, you didn't think that attack was random, did you? He asked, wheezing. Harsh memories of the brutal invasion forced upon me. The assault I'd endured resurfaced all at once, suddenly taking on a new meaning as I understood my father's part in my trauma. That he'd sent my attacker. Both my focus and my hold on him broke. He leaped up, surprisingly quick on his feet after years of sedentary alcoholism. I attempted to wool him back to his original position, but I couldn't. I felt like a little girl once more, cowering by the stairs as her daddy's shadow loomed closer. I was weak, Powerless, again in the face of my father. A man who'd done nothing but hurt me. A man who'd ruined my life in more ways than I could have possibly known. I tore after him, through the kitchen and down the hallway, until I finally cornered him, taking hold of him and slamming him into a wall. A salty odor perfumed the air as wind swept through. Did it make you feel like a big fucking man to take everything from me? To kill my mother, to take my sisters away. I screeched in an unearthly bellow. An incomprehensible power flowed in and out of me. I watched, frozen, as the bones of his feet crushed all at once. He howled as the crunching progressed up his lower legs. Knees popping, then further still. By the time his thigh bones snapped in a gruesome compound fracture. His mouth just hung open. Did it make you feel strong, Tatooin despite the magnitude of power coursing through me? I fell silent, unable to complete the sentence. Unable to say it aloud. Your own fucking child, Dad. I took a deep, calming breath before willing the flesh of his face in alternate directions. A fissure formed first in the center of his forehead, then splintered down the bridge of his nose, ripping his face in two. You little plan worked, though, Dad. I did get pregnant. I got rid of it, of course. I teased, leaning forward to add in a whisper. I wonder if it was a boy. He opened his mouth to fight back, but I was done listening. Do they know I'm alive? I demanded, widening the growing wound until the two sides had separated completely. They didn't, he sputtered, blood dribbling out of his lying mouth. But they sure as shit will now, and they were on their way already. He was right, it wasn't wise to stick around. I pulled my knife from my back pocket positioning the blade at one side of his neck before dragging it across his throat until I'd sliced him ear to ear. I could have killed him with my newfound powers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba da ba But this is something I wanted to do by hand. The relief it brought was short-lived. I returned to my car and immediately set a course back for home. I needed answers, and I needed them yesterday. I could no longer ignore the power of the illusion I'd experienced that morning. I'm hesitant to admit it even now, but I found myself back there on that cliff again in my father's house. The clamor of the waves pounding against rock drew me in, forcing me to step to the very edge, forcing me to stare into the sea far below. A feeling of unbridled hatred extended itself to me there. That time, I didn't attempt to rid myself of the strange vision. That time, I welcomed it, and I lost myself for a moment, surging with uncontrollable power. A mere spectator as his lower half was maimed. More than that, I said I wouldn't lie to you, and I won't, but I did lie to my father. I didn't get rid of my child in the way I'd insinuate it. Heart of me wanted to prove that I could be a better parent than he was, but I knew I couldn't. So, I, well, I gave him away. I sped down the highway home infinitely more terrified than when I'd left. I needed to find the source of the letter. I needed to figure out what the hell the visions meant. I needed to know if I'd unwittingly opened myself to something sinister. And more importantly, I needed to know that my child was safe from the cult that so desperately wanted him. I need to find my son. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day.